Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Tamara. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My studio audience is so dope. So welcoming. I appreciate y'all. So yes, to all my new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. New episodes drop every Thursday, so make sure you come back through. I generally talk about my life and the ways that I'm trying to grow, especially in the solo episodes. And then all for my for all my and I also be messing up on my words, y'all. So it just is what it is. But um, for my regular supporters, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. If you're not, you should totally be following me on social media. So the link to that is in the episode, not the link to that is in the episode notes. If you are a visual learner or consumer and you did not know I have a YouTube channel, you should definitely check out the visuals for this episode. The link to my YouTube channel is in the episode notes. And while you're there, go ahead and hit that good old subscribe button because I'm trying to grow my channel and it literally costs you $0 to subscribe. So go ahead and do that. And then if you want me to subscribe back, I will just let me know. I have no problem supporting people. But yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, Let's see what else. There is going to be a podcast happy hour this month. Um, we don't really know the details on that yet, but as always, you'll know when I know. If you missed Pen Tam Z's live show, that was the 25th of February. The link to that is in the episode notes, so you can catch that. That's another reason you should, sorry, y'all. That's another reason y'all should subscribe to the channel because I totally dropped Pen Tam Z spoken word every Wednesday. So something will come out from myself, Penrose, or LNZ. Shout out to them. Get y'all some melon intoxicate. You know what I'm saying? The link to that is in the episode notes. And the dope thing about that, y'all, is you're not just supporting me. You know what I'm saying? Your money is going towards the greater good. Do you feel me? There are at wit at risk, at risk women and girls and women of girls and colors that Room for Roots Inc. supports. And a portion of the proceeds, well, 10% of all the proceeds go to Room for Roots Inc. I hope I said that right. Um, Because I have no notes. I have no nothing. I just wanted to make sure that I got an episode recorded while I was recording my company videos. I'm like, let me go ahead and record this because I'm in the middle of a client project. It's a large project. I don't know if you guys were aware. I write standard operating procedure documents for companies. That's one of the services that I provide. Very, very grateful to have a large client project um, because business has been slow. And I get it. Like when I have to remind myself that 
while some of this stuff I've been doing for a while, so like the content creation, I mean, podcasting, videos, promoting all these things, my company has only been launched since the end of July. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still in the building credibility for my brand. I mean, there are people that don't even know what I do because obviously I don't know everybody. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's a it's a better it's a bittersweet thing because like if people flake and you think it's gonna be something big and then it's not or just whatever. I've had so many weird scenarios. I may have mentioned them on here before, but nevertheless, guys, I'm always grateful for whatever work I get, you know what I'm saying? Because there's money in my pocket. This is my only income right now. Um, so yeah, super grateful for that. But then that means that there's doing that in addition to all of the normal stuff that I do. So making sure that content goes out every day, um, episodes, blogging, what else do I do? Um, I guess, yeah, that's about it, but it's, it's a lot, but I really had to hop on my own neck y'all because so like when I first left my job, I left my job mid-September and now granted, Melanin Toxicate had not launched yet. So co uh, content comes out from Melanin Toxicate and Tamara the Dawn Inc. every day. Podcasting, I have like certain days of the week that, you know, tweets, et cetera, will come out and same thing with blogging, but it's really just promoting that weekly blog or that weekly podcast. So uh, no, ain't no daily podcasting. I treat this as a creative project and it needs to stay that way so that I still enjoy it because I am blessed to be able to create content every day for my company. Basically, we'll just say the two companies. And I am blessed that I'm a situation that I have been able to work on strengthening the foundation of my company and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful. It is a lot to make sure that I have to keep up on. And it's not that I was slacking like um, just, I mean, nobody would know because everything came out when it was supposed to, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I miss content or it's not like I the client projects that I've had. It's not like I didn't um, meet deadlines and stuff like that. It's just, I used to be more on top of having all of the content for the week, even after Melon Intoxicate launched, like by Sunday, just do it all. And for some reason I got away from that. And I don't even really know why. I think though, I have been frustrated by a lot of things and I had to really like hop on my neck like girl you you got to get out your feelings like you have to I have had to learn how to compartmentalize my feelings where yes y'all know my brother-in-law just passed away just last month and we actually had his repass this past weekend and like his death has just triggered so many emotions related to my ex-husband slash daughter's dad who was killed almost seven years ago. So it's like, it just, it feels like we just went through this. Like it feels like, you know, his mom and sister and brother came in from, they live in Nashville. That happened when my ex died. Um, his 
So my father-in-law and that side of the family, they had a repast for him. He was cremated, so there wasn't like a funeral or any of that, but they had a repast for him this just past Saturday. And so me and the girls went and it's so interesting because when Jamel, that's my ex, was killed, there was a period of time where I like only hung around his family, predominantly one of my sister-in-laws, one of my brother-in-laws. Like that was the, and then also the brother-in-law that passed, but I I still maintained contact with him even after I stopped being all consumed because what I realized is that I went around them because I wanted to be around people that I felt like understood what I was feeling and whatever. But at the same time, because I hadn't necessarily been around that side of the family since when we were together, it was it was like very painful. And then there's some other stuff that like nothing happened with the family or anything like that. But I just kind of separated myself. And so then going back around them, hadn't seen them in like five, six years um, other than like social media. So it's not like I was beefing with anybody. It wasn't like that. It's just, we went from me being around them like every day to just nothing. And then also going through everything with Janae and work and life. And then now being very consumed with content creation started as podcasting and then all it's progressed into. And so like being around them, it was, it was actually really painful. And then it just kind of reminded me why I stayed away. But what I realized is one, I I have to feel those feelings are there for a reason. So I can't completely separate myself as I have. And I actually told my sister-in-law that like, I'm not going to be as invisible, but then also I have to feel the feeling so that I can like heal and not heal like you'll ever really get over death because I truly believe that death is just something you will never get over. Like, yes, you will be able to cope in different ways. Yes, God can give you the strength to get through it, but I don't believe that you'll ever just fully this side of heaven while while we're still in this fallen world. No one, I don't care who it is, can ever tell me that you'll ever just get over that because I don't think we were created to figure out how to get over death. Like I'm about to go, you, y'all know faith and God and all that stuff is important to me. So I'm, I'm gonna go here real quick. When you think about in the Bible, when God created people and everything else, like his plan was for us to just be with him. So his plan was not for there to be death and all these things that we have to do deal with, excuse me, but because we're in a fallen world, we have to deal with death, sickness, hatred, just all these crazy things. And then if you don't believe that, just, you know, stick with me and we'll get to the rest of my day or whatever. But I'm a, I'm going to talk about what I believe. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you have to believe it, but that's what I believe. So that said, nowhere in that plan was death. So I personally do not think that death is something that we were ever supposed to figure out to heal from. I think it's something that we will always have to look to him or whatever higher power you have or however you cope. It's always going to be something that's going to come up. It's just sometimes I, I, I think about it like 
sometimes you forget to remember. Like sometimes you either get so busy. So it's not like you ever forget, but you forget to remember. And my thing lately, and I said this on the first episode that I talked about, has really been like, how the hell are they both gone? Like when I, I saw my nieces and nephews and, and I've seen them, uh, some of them like a couple years ago when I uh, saw my brother-in-law that passed away. His name was Jared, but he went by Fatboy. So Fatboy's kids, I've seen some of them in the past couple of years, but just it was so, it was this trippy thing where I've literally known their family even, so like my his mom, I met him first and like him and my mom, like they've met and whatever, but like his dad's side of the, their dad's side of the family, I met them. Let's see. Kayleon is about to be 20. So I def, I, I've actually was going around them even before that because me and fat boy were friends, but becoming family, like once we'll even just say once I had Kayleon, if you don't want to include the pregnancy, but if you include the pregnancy, that's over 20 years ago. So over 20 years ago, when I'm 21, about to turn 22 and it was so wild because all of our kids are like around the ages that we were when I first really like became family, you know, and then, you know, uncles and aunties that were, would have been probably like my age then. And it was just this weird thing where it was like me and my kids and my nieces and my nephews that are all like, I mean, Janae's 18, Kayleana's 19, and all of our kids are like around the same age. And, you know, one of my nieces is 22, and then the youngest ones are um, about to be 16 and 17, basically. So it's like, it was just this weird thing where it was like, I am who, like, they're, they're the, the new, not the new me, but like, they're the new us. Like, we used to be their ages and it just really, and then even seeing like uncles and aunties that I haven't seen in years and just how they've aged though. I mean, really a gray beard is about, cause you know, a lot of times black don't crack. So like gray beard, but, but still that's just, that wasn't a thing 20 or 10 or whatever years ago. So it was just, it was this wild thing. Great food though. Glad I went because I almost didn't go just because it's like it's it's so painful because it's this huge reminder of who's not there. You know what I'm saying? Because like for the girls, like that's their blood. You know what I'm saying? And I've never told them and never would tell them like you can't go around your family. And so like they especially Kayliana has a car and then we'll get into Janae um, in a little bit. And so. I would never tell them that. Um, but when I stopped going around and then going back around, it's just, it's wild. And yeah, but all that said though, I've really had to um, be like, I had to like have this serious talk with myself where I'm like, okay, you obviously have a lot going on. You obviously have, these are very real frustrations. Grief is just one part of it. But these are very real frustrations. These are very real stresses that you have. So what I've had to start doing, sorry, I think I just hit the mic again. Um, 
what I've had to start doing is one cry. If I, if every night I'm going to cry, that's just going to be what it's going to be so that I get it all out at the end of the day so that I can wake up fresh the next morning, focus, 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 press through, stop being so distracted. I had to remember what keeps me going. So this is where y'all that follow me on Twitter are seeing my podcast rotation is back into play because sitting and listening to podcasts makes me feel like I'm interacting with people, even though I'm really not, but you know what I mean, hearing y'all talk about whatever. And so it helps me stay focused so that I can power through whatever it is that I'm working on. Now, obviously, I'm, if I'm recording or doing something like that, I can't be listening to podcasts, but I just got way off track with just to sum it all up, the things that like keep me focused and keep me going. And so I went from being in a place of thinking ahead and being way ahead to like barely getting by and then being frustrated and feeling stressed. And then it's like, if you really think about it, my foundation wasn't really at a place for however long, maybe a month or so to where I really could have had a bunch of clients or whatever anyway, because I would have been drowning. So like, it's just very interesting. And I'm super grateful that when I got myself together and had this like girl, I literally had to hop on my own neck and it's in the midst of me. Also, I have this large project. And when I say large, basically it's like companies that are just starting out that have no standard operating procedures. A lot of times, especially nonprofits, I did some research, well, here in Nebraska anyway, on kind of like what's needed um, by the, I can't remember what the organization is called, but there's this nonprofit association of the Midlands, I think, don't quote me on that. But um, there's some website that I went to and took this assessment just to kind of see like what all would be needed if I did this and that and whatever, and then have like put together, okay, all of this should go in this document and all of this should go in that document. And so when someone is starting from scratch, it's interesting because I have experience working in nonprofit world, which is so cool me seeing how this all comes together because I can think about things and I'm just a strategic thinker anyway. So I think about things like, let me do the most because some of these organizations don't know what all they need. And that's okay, because that's why I'm the expert. And that's why I know. So like, let's say they don't have. So like for me, for example, when I wrote my standard operating procedure documents, and it's, I did just the procedures. Now, I, I haven't done an employee handbook yet, because at that point, I didn't want to do it. But I, I have a template for one for myself already, like, kind of started. So it's like, I just was like, I don't need to do this right now. But I did do one for all my processes. Now, currently, I am the only employee of my company. However, in a perfect world, I would have at least an account coordinator, which would serve as kind of like my administrative assistant as well, and another consultant. And so then I would be the owner and I have my tasks that I would do that only I would do. A consultant would do what they do. The account coordinator would do what they do. And I wrote my standard operating procedure documents, I mean, manual, excuse me, as if I already had two other employees, although I don't. So like, that's how I think. So when I have these assessments, 
these consultations, excuse me, with my clients, I ask questions like that because if it's somebody who's like, well, it's just me. Yeah, it's just you now, but like in a perfect world, what are all the things that you do? Because that's actually multiple roles that you're just doing right now. And so then that's how I write these documents. And so I do ask a bunch of stuff in the the consultation, but then as I'm writing, as I'm doing research, because I'll sit here and I'll research like, what is this in Nebraska? Because that's where so far my SOP clients have been. So what is this? What is that? And I even maybe try to think ahead on if they said, like one of my clients said, they would like to hire a person in the future. So I like wrote a job description for that research, like in their industry, what is this and what would it be? And just included it just so that you don't have to come back and add it later. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about being prepared so that you don't have to come back for something like little like that and not have it for that person when they start. So I'll like research, what are the regulations for this? Or what are the rules for that or whatever? And when I come up against stuff, unless it's something that's like very, very specific, I usually just create it as if it was my own organization just to have something done and then when I send them the email, because like, it's not mine. So like, I know what I did. And I know that I basically wrote this as if it was my company. So when I send them the email with the first draft, I'm like, hey, make sure you look at these places because I did it just to have something done. But if there are corrections, let me know. In the consultation, I tell them like, I am, I don't have any personal attachment to this document if there are corrections or if you need it to be worded a different way or whatever, just tell me so that I can do it how you want to, you know, want it done. But with that, so like when you're a nonprofit, like you got to have an employee handbook, you got to have a board handbook, you have to have a volunteer handbook. If you're going to have volunteers in your organization, you have to have organizational policies, organizational procedures, job descriptions have to be in there. Then for some, there might be like additional documents that need to be created. So those are kind of like some of the basic, not basic, because they're very detailed 20, 30, and 40 page documents that like it has to be written so that if someone else who doesn't, you know, work for this organization or starts or doesn't know whatever, it has to be written so that somebody else can understand what they're supposed to do. Now, thankfully, as I've said before, this is something like I'm not new to this. And furthermore, I'm a writer and I am I've always been a descriptive writer. And when I write my blogs, even it's so funny how my creative project and my creative endeavors and even my the way I do like creating content for blogging and podcasting like helps with my company because the right the way that excuse me that I write my blogs is that I write it. And even the way that I write anything is that I write it and then I read it out loud so I can kind of like hear it to experience it how the reader experiences it. It's I don't even know why that's my process. And it gets kind of tedious when you're doing a 40 something page SOP manual, like having to read through that. But I've figured out ways to like, read faster. Like if I use the map, move the mouse, when I read, it helps me to like, 
you know, kind of keep up with the, and then like listening to podcasts in the background, like all these things helped me stay focused. And I had to really like get on myself, like, girl, you want more clients. Could you really handle them the way that you're barely, and it's not like I haven't had zero clients, but could you really handle what you're asking for the way you are stewarding your company right now? And no, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? So I had to get on myself. I have had to tell myself that I have to get out of my feelings. So like when I don't feel like doing such as right now, recording like this episode after I just recorded another video and then I got to record one more video after this, mind you, I've spent all day writing standard operating procedure documents. So like, it's not like I haven't done anything all day. And mind you, it's after midnight currently on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say I have really had to get on myself to like really get in gear. Now, don't get me wrong. There are days that I may end a little earlier. So like last night, I think I ended at 11 something, still worked all day. So like, I don't work eight hour days. Like, yeah, I don't have eight hour days. And like an eight hour day for me is short. And it's so funny because my mom the other day asked me like, do you take breaks? Do you like get up and stretch and whatever? And it's like, yeah, I do. And I've tried to get better at like, eating because I could easily go all day and then be like frustrated once hangry starts setting in. So I've had to like be intentional about taking meal breaks, pausing, not eating at my desk, try to not 100% with this. I'm trying to get better at like get up, go sit at the kitchen table or dining room, whatever, same thing and eat there. Like adding breaks because there's always stuff to be done and I will go, 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 go. So yeah, I hopped on my neck about that. I have my first workshop. I don't think I've talked about this on here yet because I feel like after I had the workshop, um, yeah, there was not a solo episode. So yeah, I had my first workshop on Saturday, the 26th. It was so dope. One person showed up. So shout out to her. She is a fellow podcaster that it's not somebody I've interacted with a ton, just a little bit on Twitter, but it's not somebody that I've like known as long as I've known other podcasters or even people that I've interacted with more. But she saw one of my tweets, she showed up and I'm so glad it was just her because it let me know that I needed to actually extend the workshop to four hours instead of three. But with her, because she's a podcaster, when we started getting what to allow people to like engage. Now, if I'm going to just sit there and just talk and lecture, then yeah, you know what I'm saying? I could get it done in three hours, but in three hours was kind of a guess. But like, if you want to have people ask questions, especially had there been more than one person and especially had there been somebody who isn't a content creator, a part of it, it would have definitely went over. Cause I had to, I like kind of went through some of it quickly because I knew that she already knew it. Or I would ask her, Hey, what do you know about this? And then not like skip it, but like, that's the parts that I would breeze through. 
So I'm glad it was just her because it let me know that I needed to extend it to four hours. But then what it also inspired, this is where you've seen since then, if you pay attention, I'm now like, so I have too many workshops because what I realize is they're going to be content creators that want to start a business, but they don't need to know about social media efficiencies and leveraging content because they already do that as a podcaster. So then I did like a build a biz basics where it just talks about the six main business structures, financial literacy, knowing your why, um, professionalism and networking etiquette, and then trademarking basics. Now, the thing about it is trademarking basics has always been a part of it, but I realized I need to actually highlight that that's something that I am teaching in this curriculum. Am I an expert? No, but I am knowledgeable enough to teach it and also answer questions. And hell, I could even look it up, you know, while we're in the middle of the workshop, because if we have time or whatever, or I'll get back to you. But either way, I know enough because I'm the type of person that if I'm trying to teach something, I have to know enough about it and I anticipate questions that people may have to give as much information as possible. So that's the build to biz basics. Then there's also the social media and content creation one that talks about social media efficiencies, leveraging content, trademarking basics, and I can't remember what the other one is. Oh, marketing and branding. And that's for the people that maybe they already have a company, but they want to learn more about how to leverage um, content on social media to gain exposure for their brand or company, because that's kind of newer for some people. Like a lot of people used to just do like regular commercials and some people don't understand how to use social media. So I've learned a lot as a content creator. Um, And then also I like I'm in different Facebook groups or I do research because of the build a biz Facebook group that I started. I give them like the same team of the Don Inc content, but then there's like a extra daily resource or tip or whatever that I give them related to like specific topics that are tied to the build a biz curriculum just because I don't know. I don't even know what made me start this Facebook group, but I'm glad I did because I just think I'm I'm just someone who's about pouring out as much as I can to try to help other people, but also I wanted to do it in kind of like a more intentional way for people who wanted it. I'm not saying people don't want, appreciate or engage with the content that I put on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and even TikTok. Not saying that, but like I started seeing, you know, some of my Facebook friends that are business owners or whatever, kind of frustrated with either lack of support or whatever. So I wanted to like create a community that I can pour into. And so all of that is cool. The workshop, like I said, it was super dope. She left me a great review on my Facebook page. So that's super encouraging because she didn't have to do that. And she also gave me good feedback like during the workshop. So the only thing that I realized from that is I needed to make it four hours, but then also have many workshops too so that 
somebody could just get what they needed. You know what I'm saying? So the next mini workshop is actually March 16th, Wednesday. It's a build a biz basics workshop. So if you listen to this before Wednesday and you go to the, you can actually go to the same link for where it says YouTube and social media or whatever, that's actually my link tree, which has the link to everything. And then the build a biz basics link is going to be the first one you click. It's a $25 workshop. It's two and a half hours. Um, yeah. Just trying to help people establish a solid foundation for their brand or company because while I had to hop on my neck because I was slipping because I know what I'm capable of. And that's really what it is. Is like, girl, you used to have all this stuff for both brands for the whole week done by Sunday. Like, what are you doing? And the only thing that I would do is still have to record the videos. But I even have a plan in place to even more so get ahead. Part of it is because... So we have this, the group chat, we have this retreat coming up. So I'm actually going to be gone from the 23rd to the 29th of this month. And I have to have all my content through really the end of that, whatever that period of time is, I have to have really basically to make it easy on myself. And if I'm going to do this smart, I need to have two weeks worth of content ready to go instead of just a week. So then when I started thinking about that, I started thinking that I need to really just start getting ahead on certain things. Like maybe I don't have to record videos, but since I write the scripts, I actually write a script for my company videos just because it helps me to be more concise and to the point and actually have less editing so if I'm going to do that, maybe I could write all my scripts for the month on a certain, like I'm just trying to get things in place so that I'm more ahead on stuff. So there's the update on that. Um, I applied for this. Actually, I'm not going to tell y'all that simply because I know that some people and it could sadly could be one of y'all, but some people, yeah, if, if. I may have good news for y'all. <laughs> no, I will. I gotta, I'm trying to get better at speaking life. I gotta remind myself. I will have good news for y'all at the end of the month, somewhere around the end of the month. But in the meanwhile, if you are a good vibes person, praying person, whatever, pray favor, whatever, for you'll know later. And if you're not and you're somehow a hater that for whatever reason is, 30 something minutes into an episode of somebody that you're being a hater. I just cancel out whatever haterism that you're trying to put out. No, I'm just kidding. I will hope. Well, you know what? If you a hater and you giving me a download, hey, it is what it is. Cause you know, so, um, let's see what else. Yeah. Retreats coming up. I'm super excited about that because I have not met anyone. So, uh, the retreat will be with Chris. Autumn, Audrey, Jay, Chris, Autumn, Audrey, Jay. Is that everybody? Chris, Autumn, Audrey, Jay. Yeah. Oh, there's five of us total. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm, you know, yeah, I can't be forgetting nobody, but yeah, I'll finally meet them. I'm super excited. It's so funny because usually I'm 
like kind of anxious when I'm meeting new people for the first time. However, since we do so many video calls, I'm not even talking about podcast happy hour. I'm talking podcast happy hour. I'm talking emergency meetings. I'm talking movie nights, whatever. Like since we do so much of that, they don't feel like, and we've been doing it for two years at this point, like literally the duration of the pandemic, basically. So it's kind of like they don't feel like strangers, whereas, or maybe I've just grown as a person. I don't know, but I, I don't feel anxious. Like I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? So that is about to be, oh, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm like, I have already blocked off the time on Calendly. So nobody can, I am unavailable for all things. And also I am um, not bringing my computer. Like I'm literally going to be on vacation. So then that's the thing too, that I realized, cause like I work six days a week doing something because remember, I also serve on the creative team at my church. So that's why Sunday's a work day. But I do work six days a week and I'm very intentional about having Saturday or if not Saturday, because every now and then I have something scheduled Saturday, but having one day a week where I am, it's really a rest day. I don't touch my computer. I, I, now, I may still be on social media, and you'll definitely see stuff scheduled go out. But for me, social media is not really like, it's entertainment for me. And, and it's honestly, I've been, I'd be hella isolated if it wasn't for social media and the group chat just because I do everything from home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even have coworkers anymore. So. For me, social media is not like this. I need to take a break from it or whatever. Because if I don't want to get on it, I don't get on it. Like, it's it's just not that serious. But what I also realize is I am going to start traveling more. Like, my kids are all adults. And um, I know my pre-rich stage won't be pre-forever. Like, things will turn around. They're already turning around, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I did have to establish that foundation. I did have to get myself in order to figure out how to best still maintain when life starts lifing. Because if anything was going to really knock me down, it would have been my brother-in-law passing. Um, and mind you, I mean, this hasn't even been a month, so I'm not at all saying oh, I'm good. Or, no, you know what I'm saying? I cry a lot. And it's weird. It's like, and I, I think I've resolved that when my ex died, because it was my ex, and because I was more focused on, are the girls good? Like, it was this weird thing. Like, should I be really, really sad or, and and I'm not saying I didn't care because I cried and all that, but it was just this weird thing, embracing my grief. I also think because that was almost seven years ago. So I was a completely different person when it came to like my emotions and all that. So like I was a lot less vulnerable than I am now. I was a lot less willing and ready to dive into pain. I would really try to numb in or escape it or whatever. 
Whereas with my brother-in-law passing, it, it has just been a different type of grief because when I feel what I feel, I allow myself to feel it, cry as hard as I need to cry. Now, sometimes I'll stuff it until I lay down to go to sleep, like if I'm trying to work on something. Or there have been times when I've actually had to get up from the computer, go in the bathroom, cry, and then you know, get it all out and come back. So I have had to do that, but it's just been different because I haven't had to feel like, like, should I feel anything? Because that's always been my friend. So it's, it's kind of different when like your ex dies, not that I didn't care. So that's not what I'm saying, but like I owned my grief differently because it was more about the girls. Like, this is their dad. This is sad. Then I got to this place of like, wait, but like we have history, like we have like that we had become friends again. You know what I'm saying? So like it took me a minute to get all through that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just, it's been different. And then like, and I feel like I've talked on here about like just my, I know I did when Kayliana was about to graduate, just how weird it is. My kids growing up. And then especially I've talked about like with Janae, she's done with high school. Like she'll actually have the graduation in May, but like she finished October 1st. She's working full time and she moved out yesterday. So it's so crazy. Like nothing bad happened. So it's not like we got into it. She had, I mean, all kids want to move out and like be grown and whatever. And she's always been somebody who couldn't wait to grow up. I'm, I'm to feel like being the baby kind of like does that or whatever. Um, but it's just crazy because when I came, I think it was right before I came to my mom's house, or it might have been when I came to my mom's house. And again, as I said in the beginning, or if you know me, you know, like my relationship with God is a big part of who I am. Like, you know, I ain't perfect. If you listen to my show or interact with me in real life or on or off social media, I'm pretty much the same person. I'm just a little more censored on social media just because. I'm not dumb. So there's just some stuff I'm not going to put on social media for it to be up there forever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but for the most part, I'm me wherever I go. And I've always been that way. I do act accordingly in certain environments, again, because of growth and maturity, but I'm never a different person. I couldn't even keep up with that. But I say all that to say, I actually kind of lost my train of thought but we'll go here. So, um, oh, this is what I was going to say. So, um, I was praying, you know, we've been in this state of transition or whatever. And I really strongly felt like the Lord said that when we moved, Janae wasn't coming with us. Now at the time she was, I don't know if y'all just heard that. Sorry. At the time she was struggling at the time, like y'all know, if you're a regular listener, she's had a lot of different just mental health struggles and just whatever. Some of it related to her dad dying, some of it relating to other stuff. Like it just, it was a crazy season. And so I was more fearful that it was going to be 
because of something bad. You know what I'm saying? Just because of where she was at at the time. And then when she got past that, then it was when she turned 18 then. And, and a lot of it was a friend that she had at the time. Um, and so just going through all this, going through all this. And then we got to this, just, I won't say like nothing's ever perfect, but just this better place. But recently the Lord kept reminding me, like, remember what I said that she like, remember what I said. And then, so she actually reconnected with her favorite aunt and that's who she moved in with. So it's like, a way to move out and be grown, not like be grown like that, because it's not like I had a bunch of rules for her once she turned 18. And cause she turned, it's so funny cause she made sure that she was done with school before her 18th birthday, because she knew that if she was still in high school at her 18th birthday, because her birthday was on a Sunday that she wouldn't be able to do whatever plan she had because curfew and it would have been a school night. So that's what forced her to push herself so hard because she wanted to be done before her birthday. So, but it's a way for her to feel like an adult, but feel like an adult in a safe environment with someone that cares about her, has her best interest at heart, isn't going to let anybody harm her. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's only been like, she literally just left yesterday. I literally just saw her yesterday. They went to work today and then she FaceTimed me. She's so funny because she's such a mama's girl and she always has been, even though we've had our ups and downs and bumped head and whatever. At the end of the day, she always has had a closer, like if, like Kayliana was always a daddy's girl, but Janae was always and has, or is whatever, a mama's girl. So she tech or FaceTime me and was like, what are you doing? I haven't seen you since yesterday. And it's so funny. And she wanted me to come with her yesterday as she took some of her stuff. Um, her cat is still here. She'll come get him tomorrow. But but I couldn't because I'm I have a deadline like this. All this stuff is due Friday. And it's just crazy because I'm the type of person that if I see you need more, like I'm gonna make sure it's a thorough document. So as I'm in this, I'm like, uh, this uh, you actually need a whole nother manual for this part of stuff because it's not gonna make sense to try to make this 80-page manual. So this actually needs to be a separate one, but I'm not going to charge you extra because I already quoted you your price. Like that's how I get down at the end of the day. It's how can I best serve the customer? Like, yes, of course I need to get money and, and, you know, stuff like that. But I just think it's wrong for me to, in the middle of, you already signed a contract and me say, oh yeah, so you need this document. And one of the things that has been the prayer as the foundation of this company is what are ways that I can like serve my clients and like be a blessing to them amidst me, of course, getting money and all that good stuff. So I, but I say all that to say, I told her yesterday, I'm like, you know, that I have this project and you know that I have to work. So I can't come over there with you today, but I could come, you know, on Saturday or whatever. And that's where that's that me you know, hopping on my own neck, you know what I'm saying? Like making sure that I am stick. Cause 
I mean, I own my time so I can do what I want. Ooh, shout out to Autumn, but I can do what I want when I want, you know what I mean? But that's where that responsibility and that discipline really has to be in place. And for the most part, it's been there. Like content, mind you, nobody said content has to come out every day. I set the standard and the expectations for my company. Nobody told me to do that, but I stick to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, So yeah, that has been, it's literally only been one day, but yes, I cried. Um, because it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, my kids are growing up. Kaliana's not moving out yet. Devon, now Devon is in his own place, but the difference with Devon is Devon has lived with his dad. So it's not this like, oh, you were with me and then you moved out and then you're not here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, He's in his own place. That's great. I mean, and we talk and we FaceTime and I've been over there or he comes over here. But it's like, it's just different. Also, mainly because she's the baby. Because her graduating, she is my youngest and it just solidifies like they're all adults. So I've felt some type of way this entire ever since it became her senior year. Cause I'm just like, wow, like this is my last child to graduate high school. And the crazy thing is with Kayliana, I was kind of robbed because of the pandemic because she graduated in 2020. So like Devon had the traditional high school graduation. Kayliana did not. We had a virtual ceremony, which actually was kind of dope though, because once they called her name, we turned off the TV, we were already eating. So it was kind of nice, but at the same time, I didn't get to see her like walk the stage. So we'll have that with Janae. She'll have a graduation party and all that stuff. So like I've already felt some type of way anyway. I've been a mom since I was 19. So I don't really know what it's like to have as much time to myself as I have now while they're off at work or with their friends or whatever. And then now Janae has moved out. So that's weird. Um, but I'm trying to take this time to like enjoy life. So like I'm really, really looking forward to this retreat. And I actually really want to start traveling more. Like I I I I jokingly was like, maybe I should do like a a podcast tour and like go to different cities and visit different like people that I know in different cities because there's people all over the US, but also like I know people in places where like my dad lives in the Atlanta area. So I had planned on going to Georgia anyway at some point. And then I had told, you know, Autumn and Audrey while I'm down there, of course, I'll see you out now. That's where the true retreat is. But either way, even when I go to Georgia to visit my dad in the future, I'm going to definitely make sure I see Autumn and Audrey Gotta, who else is down there? I know Kyle is down there and it'd be dope to meet him. I know like, I know people in Texas. I know people in Cali. Like I know people, I'm trying to think of people that live in the, like the podcasters that I talk to the most, but it'd be dope to just meet people. Like I like meeting new people, especially those of you have, who have either been on the show or We've just talked a lot on Twitter or whatever, you know what I'm saying? 
So I've thought about doing that. I just definitely want to travel more. I, I it's like I'm enjoying um my kids being adults, but it's it's an adjustment. It feels lonely at times and kind of weird. And so I'm trying to figure out what that balance is, but also enjoy it and embrace it and all this good stuff. So that's where I am. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and get up out of here. So thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Make sure that you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Make sure you're getting good rest, eating good foods that are going to help you like feel good. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying don't have like junk food and sweets, but the thing about it is, and this is what I've noticed as I've gotten older is the more crap that I eat, the crappier I feel. So like sprinkle me, man, you know what I'm saying? Sprinkle that in and, and eat more good stuff because you have more energy you have better mental clarity and all these things when you eat foods that are better for you. And like, if you're, I just can't afford to feel lethargic. So that's literally, literally where I'm at now where like, I can't afford to feel lethargic when I have so much to do. There's like certain things that I don't do simply because it makes me either too relaxed or to whatever. And I have way too much going on to like waste time. Like six days a week, I have to be doing something and it's only going to be even that much more. Well, no, it's can't do more than six days a week. Cause I'm very adamant about having a day of rest to refresh my mind, heart, soul, spirit, body, all that good stuff. So no, there'll always be a day of rest, but yeah, make sure y'all are taking care of yourselves. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think there's any other announcements. Get y'all some Melodetoxicate. I'm gonna say that all the time. Um, if you if you ooh, I'm sorry if y'all heard that. Um the podcast happy hour playlist is in the episode notes. So if you missed the February I think we have February 19th, Blackity Black, 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 Black podcast happy hour that was on Autumn's platform. Then you can go ahead and do that. But I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Tim.